Hey, hey. Okay, so today I want to chat a little bit about rituals and the importance of rituals and exactly what is a ritual. Because I believe, at least in my life, that having ritual is one of the most important things that I can possibly do in my life. Now, this is this conversation is coming on the back end of the conversation around intentions. So there's there's a similarity in this respect that uh, with rituals we have intention, but with a ritual, a ritual is like it's basically an activity or activities that you do that involve different gestures. Maybe it it involves mantra. Maybe it involves words or chanting. Maybe it involves uh, different objects. So one of my rituals is to set up an altar wherever I go. So if I stay in a hotel, I have a ritual. I have little stones and I set up an altar. That's my ritual. Um, you know, uh, these, these kinds of things help us restore feelings of control for ourselves. So it, it, like some people have the ritual and I've, I do this. Um, you know, you're saying something, you're like, knock on wood, knock, 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 and you knock on wood. And that's like for good luck, right? To, to, to set the intention, if you will, that nothing bad is happening. So that's a ritual. If it's something that you do over and over and over again with consistency, that's a, that's a ritual. And these rituals that we have also have the ability to heighten our experience of life because they increase our involvement with the experience itself. So what I mean is that, so for instance, let's just say here, uh, you know, morning time is a really common time for people to have rituals. And uh, my morning ritual, I can't say that it happens every single morning, but most mornings I get up, I make a cup of tea, I sit and chat with Roger for a minute or two, and then I go get on my mat. And I do some breath work and I, I listen, I, I read a book and I, I read something positive or empowering or stimulating. And then I meditate and I chant and maybe I do some kundalini and some breath work. So that's kind of the beginning. And then depending on my time frame, maybe I go get in the sauna uh, and, and or the next thing I would do would be some sort of movement. So in, in a perfect day, that's what happens. I, I make my tea, I talk with Roger, have our little morning chat, I go get on my mat, I do my meditation, my chanting, and my reading, I get in the sauna, and I get, go get some exercise. And uh, that sets the stage for my day. Now, when I'm doing things like uh, my meditation and my reading and those kinds of things, I'm considering, considering like what is happening in my day or in my life that this relates to and um, where is it that I want to put my focus and then this is when I set my intentions. So maybe my intention is to be fully present with my patients uh, today and so I set that intention and I feel into that and we talked a little bit about how to uh, set intentions and make them work for you last time. So now you can just make a ritual of setting intentions, right? So and actually when you uh, when you, if you're doing moon ceremony or you're setting intentions at the new moon in the full moon or at the quarter moon, uh, that's a ritual, right? You're probably already doing lots of rituals in your life. So there's some rituals that we're probably doing that are not healthy. And then there's other rituals that we are doing that are healthy. So, you know, some of the things I just described would be healthier versions. Uh, other things that I've had 
experience with in the past that I, I know lots and lots of people do is they wake up and then they turn on their phone or if they wake up in the middle of the night, there are people that are just picking up their phone and looking at Facebook or doing something on their phone in the middle of the night. And um, then, and this is like a really unhealthy thing to do. Okay. So we'll, I'll get into all the reasons why you don't want to do your electronics later around EMFs and flicker rate and blue light and what it does to your brain. Um, that's, that's not the conversation here, but, but what we want to pay attention to is what is it that we're doing on a regular basis that is or is not supporting our, our lifestyle, our well-being. Um, so if you're one of those people that wakes up and picks your phone up and starts filtering through Instagram or social media or checking your emails first thing in the morning, I'm going to invite you to try to not do that. Like, don't do that. Like make a commitment to yourself for a week and not, and don't do that and, and just see how you feel. So typically these people are sleeping with their phone in their bed and, or in our, on their nightstand. Some people put it under their pillow. Don't do this people. Okay. This is not healthy. You're, you're radiating your head. And if you're trying to sleep, you want to get the EMFs out of your bedroom. So that would be including your phone. And you're going to have the argument maybe that, oh, I need, I use it for my clock. Well, you can still get a clock app and, or use the clock on your phone and put it on airplane mode. So you're not pushing signal through. Um, there's lots of things around that. And that is certainly a conversation for another time, but pay attention. Like what else is it that you're doing that may not be serving you as a ritual? And, and, and these are just, these are kind of like habits that we just get involved in and, and we don't even think we do them. We don't even know we're doing them right because they're, they're unconscious habits. And then there's other, other things, you know, like one of the things that I do when I am uh, coming, if I get sick, like if I get the flu and then I start to come out of it and I'm like, getting to that place where I'm ready to get back into the world, I clean my house. It's just a thing. I've done it ever since I was a kid. I'm like, okay, I'm going to clean my house. I'm going to get cleaned up, right? Uh, if, uh, if Roger goes on a trip for an extended amount of time, I will clean the house. I will reset the space. I will make it my space. I will maybe clean the refrigerator and put just, you know, whatever food in there I want. Um, so those are those are rituals, right? And, and it's funny because, you know, and I wasn't really... I know I, I notice these things about myself because I have this I have this conversation with people, but um, these are the little things that you may not know that you realize realize that you do. Um, maybe um, for a while I actually had an addiction to Excedrin, and um, it was my ritual every day to take an Excedrin when I had a headache. And yes, I was having headaches every day, but I, I really actually think that taking the Excedrin was causing the headaches every day. So um, it was a, it was really hard. I mean, I have an addictive personality, but to be addicted to Excedrin, I mean, come on, that's insane. But it, it, it actually happened to me. So um, I'm luckily over that now. Uh, but it, it takes a minute, right? And and when we, when we set intentions around living our life, like, okay, I have the intention of not taking Excedrin today, but then I have a headache... And I feel like I need to take an Excedrin, so I take an Excedrin. However, if we set a ritual around setting intentions and make it a practice, so rituals are practices, 
So you can do a ritual one time, but it's it's the the essence of a ritual is a practice. So um, in the mornings, you know, when I'm setting up my my intentions for the day and setting my space with my meditations and things like that, I think about how I want my day to unfold. And I can set the intention, if I get a headache, what am I going to do? I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do some breath work. I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to encourage myself to find an, something else to do to get my mind off the headache and to reduce the stress because my headaches are stress related there's no doubt about that so so this is this is the the ritual of, of okay this is what I do now now I'm creating ritual around if I get a headache I have this op option and these are the other things that I do okay other things you might do um, is um, you know, like being really mindful when you're making tea in the morning or making your coffee in the morning. So most people get up, they make a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. So you can use that as a ritual. You get up, you go, and you just practice mindfulness. So I'm actually putting water in the teapot. I'm being fully present with it. I'm turning the teapot on or the stove on. I'm letting it boil. I'm just being present with the boiling of the water. I'm pouring the water over my tea or I've put the tea in the cup, like just being 100% fully present with it can be, a, can be a really beautiful way of doing a tea meditation or a ritual around just getting a little movement meditation in in the morning around tea, even when you're drinking it, like just drinking it with the most mindfulness in the whole world. I don't do this every single day, but I do like to do this sometimes, and the more I practice it, the better I feel. I mean, it's just... It's a matter of uh, tuning our fine-tuning our mind so that we can um, be more present throughout our life. So there's a that's a different experience than okay, I'm going to put the teapot on and I'm going to check my Facebook while it's boiling. You know, I'm doing all these multitasking. This is the first thing in the morning, like you're just going after it. And trust me, I know because I am a I'm a worker. I can be a workaholic. So um, I've had plenty of mornings where I've just gotten up and gotten right on my computer and gotten to work because I have a goal and I want to hit my goals and I'm on a deadline. And guess what? Guess what gets left out when I do that? I don't do my morning practices. I don't get in the sauna. I don't do my meditation. I don't read anything positive, anything for that matter. Um, I'm not doing, I'm not setting my intentions. I'm not feeling great about myself. And I find myself going into a slump after a period of time. So, um, so again, this is just about a ritual, like setting, setting, being consistent about setting yourself up in some way that feels good for you. Maybe you like to do breath work or maybe you like to do yoga so first thing in the morning, get up, do your breath work, do your yoga, set your mat up. There's, there's, um, there's, a, there's a thought out there, and it, I've, I've practiced this in my past when I was really doing a lot of yoga. And, it, and it's if you wear the same clothes in your yoga practice, those clothes will still be imbibed with the energetics of your yoga practice. So basically, <laughs> you're just wearing your cl certain clothes for yoga practice and you do your practice and then you take them off and then you just you don't wash them <laughs> you just wear those clothes so you can re-imbibe re yourself with the energetics of, of what you're cultivating on your mat I personally feel a lot, a lot of benefit from that kind of practice but it's a ritual right and who knows how much of it is just intention with your mind like oh I'm intending to 
feel energized by these clothes that I'm wearing because I've been doing yoga in them for a week and I've been putting all this energy into it and getting all this wonderful juiciness back. So I'm and just having that as a part of your consciousness may just be all there is to it anyway. But regardless, it's a matter of just setting yourself up so that you can have these really beautiful experiences in your life that are just really juicy, really yummy, really sexy, really full, really tasty, really sensual, right? Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, what we do here in this in this program is getting ourselves tuned back into who we really are as feminine beings on this planet. And in the in the masculine world, it's too easy to forget, to suppress, to let go of of our feminine nature, of our needs as women, um, of our sensuality. And so, having a ritual in the morning is really just a way to set yourself up so that you can tune back into who you really be. All right. One of the things you may want to do is journal. So there's a lot of different journaling practices that you can do. I know in this program you're getting some um, thoughts around the tarot readings and around the journaling prompts that probably are inspiring to you, I hope. And um, those could be your journaling practices every morning before you do your meditation or your kundalini practice. Uh, the other thing is um, there's you could just journal at night in the, in the evening. So uh, one of the things that actually pulled me out of depression, I learned this from Oprah Winfrey. Uh, this was when I was in the throes of bipolar manic depression. But I could pull myself out of that depression by journaling three successes every day and three gratitudes. So a success success and gratitude journal is a really great way to go. And if you do that every day, you'll start to feel more gracious in your life. You'll start to feel more successful in your life. That is just the way it is. And trust me, when I was in the throes of bipolar manic depression, I did not feel successful. And truthfully, like just writing down, brushing my teeth, I got out of bed today. Those were successes, like seriously, those were successes in my life. And, um, but I wrote them down and it, one thing leads to the next. Oh, well, if I can brush my teeth and get out of bed, maybe I can eat clean today, right? So um, one thing leads to the next. So do your journaling practices if you're called to do that. Um, the Steve Jobs actually has a quote and he says, if today was the last day of my life, would I be happy with what I'm about to do today? If today was the last day of my life, would I be happy with what I'm about to do today? And this was a question he would ask himself in the morning. And if in too many mornings in a row he would say no, he would know there was a need for change. So um, there are lots of things to do as a ritual. Uh, Roger, he is a bed maker. Like his ritual is get up, brush his teeth, make his tea, we sit and chat, he goes and makes the bed. Like he makes the bed. His making the bed is his starting of the day. And then he goes and he does his sauna and he does his workout and he does his inversion and all the stuff. Um, so this is this was his process, right? So everybody's going to have their own little process of, of, of rituals. And it's just a matter of looking at, okay, do I have rituals that are supporting me? And do I have rituals that are hindering me? Um, you know, like maybe a ritual for me is if I get emotional, maybe I'll eat something that isn't aligned with what I would really like to be eating. Or maybe if I'm 
producing something and, and I'm, I have fear around the success of it or whatever's underlying my uh, resistance to building it, um, then I might find, quote unquote, other things to do because I'm too busy, right? Uh, so these are rituals that I know that are in my life that I'm still working on. Um, yeah, my personal, my personal favorite right now is just getting up, making my tea, having a chat with Roger. And if Roger's not here, I just go straight to my mat and I just sit and I read and I drink my tea and I do my chanting and I do my meditation and I do my intentions and maybe I journal if I have time for that. And uh, yeah, and then I go get in the sauna. And, and then that's my, the start of my day. So, um, yeah, I would love to know what rituals you're setting up for yourself. Um, but just know that ritual is so important. And throughout this program, I'm going to be sharing different things with you, different exercises, different breath work, different kundalini moves, different uh, all kinds of different things, uh, embodiment practices that are um, that you have to make time to do if you want them to be a part of your life and you want them to have impact. You're doing this program because you want impact in your life. You want change. You want something more than what you've got. So if you want something more than what you've got right now, you have to intend and you have to set, create space for it to happen. So having a ritual every morning and maybe every night. I'm trying to set up a nighttime ritual. It's the hardest thing for me. Um, I, I just get so tired at night. I'm just done. When it's all said and done, I'm like, ah. I got to get to sleep and I just fall asleep so fast. But I'm trying to create more of a ritual to to dance at night and connect with my body and um, walk on my slack line and, and do some of that kind of stuff in the evening. So uh, I'll let you know how it goes as I progress with that. <laughs> but I'm real happy just to have the morning rituals right now. Um, also having a Success journal at night, I think, is very helpful, especially um, when I'm in those spaces of feeling not enoughness, which tends to be rising up when I am on have an agenda to get things accomplished and I'm not doing them as fast as I think I should be doing them. So then I think I'm a failure or I'm not enough or I can't get it make it happen. And then I get really hard on myself. So and then I'm at the end of the day, I'm like, gosh, I don't think I did anything today. <laughs> but if I had written it down, if I had written down my successes in the end of the night in a success journal, I'd really be able to see, oh, yeah, you did this, you did that, you did this, you did that. Um, luckily, I, I have a, a wonderful accountability partner who's who's working on some things in his business is similar to mine. And, and I get to reflect this stuff back to him uh, throughout the week. So uh, that helps too is getting a, that's a, that's a ritual, right? Every week I see him and then uh, every other day I send him an email. So that's a ritual of how things are going. So yeah, if um, you're, if we're working together and we're seeing each other three times a month, that's a ritual. If you're scheduling time to sit down and watch these videos and do your journaling practices and do your different practices that I'm offering you um, on you know, a couple times a week in the morning before you get going, that's a ritual. You've already got something going, right? So, um, yeah, just know you're probably already doing stuff, but it's just really nice to bring consciousness to it so that you can be aware of what's serving you and what's not serving you and how to enhance your experience in life. Like, that's just the bottom line of it. Let's feel fabulous. Let's love what's happening in our lives. Let's pay attention to how we're treating ourselves, so that we can be the biggest, brightest light in, that we can possibly be. So hats off to you all. I love you very much and I will speak to you next time.